there. Welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am one of your hosts, Eric, and I'm here for a bonus episode on Star Trek Picard because it has premiered tonight, January 23rd, 2020. And joining me are the Michaels. Hi, Michaels. Hey. Hello. How's it going? Not bad. Yeah, Not I know. <laughs> uh, so today, uh, really, really early this morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop on my VPN and see if I can watch some Picard across the world. And I did. <laughs> and as soon as I started watching it, I was like, I know who I have to message. Michael and Michael. <laughs> oh, and I was at work and I was like, no, <laughs> he's doing it. He's watching it. Why? Oh, I needed everything to be subtle for tonight before I could watch it. So I know I, I just didn't want to. I was totally going to message you throughout the episode and I did it at the beginning, but you started, you stopped reading the messages. So it's like, I'm not going to bother him anymore. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the episode, talk about how we got into Star Trek TNG and then give our thoughts on the episode and what we hope for, you know, where it's going to go in this season. So to start things off, how did we get into TNG? Hawk, why don't you start? Do you remember the first time you watched TNG? Was it right at the beginning, back in 1987? Yeah, it was definitely in the first season. Maybe not the premiere episode, although I think I probably watched the premiere episode. I just don't have a clear memory, but it, I Friday nights were always me stuck in front of the TV watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, did it premiere on a Friday? I think it, I kind of feel like it premiered on a different day and they switched it over to Fridays. Uh, I'm not sure. So yeah, I watched it from the very beginning and then right up until the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still my favorite iteration, even surpassing the original series. I would be one of those people that agree with that. What about you, Michael Shows? Um, Yeah, I watched it right from the beginning. I think I might have mentioned on, on the show before that my uncle really got me into Star Trek from like an early age, right from the um, the original series. And, you know, when we knew that the next generation was coming out, I, I started watching that. And you know, getting excited by like the you know the encounter at Farpoint, the the first episode, and you know, um, be- beardless Riker and, and and all of that stuff. That <laughs> well, we, we had. didn't know he was beardless Riker at the time. He was yeah, just Riker, beardless Riker, and and, Me and up, Riker. Data had a, a a little bit more of a smile and a, and a smirk than he he would end up having once he sort of figured out the character. Um, you know, Wesley was Wesley, but he was uh, wonderful. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. mind him actually as a kid. Um, I didn't even uh, mind him as an adult after rewatching it. But yeah, sorry, I, I cut you off. Go. Yeah, but but I mean, like TNG is definitely up there. Um, I, I I find myself a fan of most Star Trek. Like I I really can't say there's any Star Trek that I I don't really really enjoy. Um, Deep Space Nine is probably my favorite series mm-hmm. um, of, of all of them, but uh, but TNG is definitely up there, and it, it's definitely got a, a place on my DVD shelf. Yeah, TNG had a couple of years of rough years at the beginning, but it got it got pretty good pretty fast. But DS Nine, I, I feel like, was solid all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their overarching storylines were really good. Anyway, I got into TNG um, pretty much the premiere episode. I remember seeing the commercials. Uh, leading up to the premiere and being like, oh my God, I have to go see this. Because I used to watch um, the original series after school, right, on TV, because it was always on. So you just sort of watch it. And then, ooh, this new thing would happen. But I remember the days um, very distinctly because uh, my dad was working outside in the garden or outside some doing something. And I had to be like, come inside. Star Trek is about to start. So we pull out the, you know, the pull out couch in our basement. We were living in Niagara Falls at the time. And we sat on there and we watched the episode together. And then we would watch it together as a family all the time. It was great. Also, to, I just looked up September 28, 1987. It was a Monday night it premiered. So 
Oh. You know, weird. Anyway, so I'm not I'm not a diehard trekker, trekkie. I do know the difference between them. I've watched all the documentaries and stuff. But I do <laughs> really, really enjoy Star Trek. Like I've watched all the movies in theaters and you know, I've watched all the series and I pretty much enjoyed all of them, even Enterprise. I think that's underrated as a series. A lot of people disliked it, but I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, me too. Um, me too. And I'm really enjoying the new era of Trek, even though a lot of Star Trek fans don't seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I know. There's it's, just yeah. like I mean, if if if, if we're gonna go to in, into that conversation, it just no, we're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I think just, just, we, but, we've covered but, that topic before. Have we? Yeah, but we've sort of just touched on it. We haven't uh, really gotten into it, but it, we don't it, need to. There really is no difference between like the diehards of back then to the diehards of now for Star Trek. You know it. It's you know it's always been a fanatical generation in that, and sometimes it gets a bit dark. I, I feel I feel like you see it in all in all sort of fandom. Like I I mean, people just I, I don't know just in general it just seems like people just can't be happy with anything anymore. Right, you know? I'm like, just unhappy with you. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I just love going. I, I loved going on Twitter today and just seeing people posting about how much they enjoyed Picard mm-hmm. because I was like I I enjoyed it. And I, I wanted to see the other people enjoyed it too. And, and, you know, I, I just feel a little bit disheartened when you get like that, uh, that obvious negative review that's going to pop up somewhere about yeah. how they ruined it. And, and they obviously went in the wrong direction and all this stuff. And it's like, why can't people just enjoy things? For what so let's, let's talk about how the first episode ruined Star Trek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh. As we go into the episode, we are going to go into some spoiler territory. So this is your warning. Um, you should watch it anyway. It's a pretty good episode. Or by pretty good, it's I think it's actually a really, really good episode. Amazing so, episode. So check it out um, and come back, see what we thought about it. So let's start off with the beginning of the episode. We get our first real big look at a digital Enterprise D. And it made me so happy to yeah. see the D redone and it still looked like the model but definitely a high res model what did you guys think of seeing the enterprise were you surprised to see the d instead of the e no i got the i got the little flutter in my stomach and i just seeing it and that especially against like the you know the backdrop that it did and that that kind of raging almost like a supernova outside and that because Mm -hmm. you know we ever we watched it you know the original series and the tng uh it was always a black background they were against the whole time so Oh, that's what it, you, you know, get when you have a little model in front of a black curtain. <laughs> so it, the first thing that it's the first thing that caught my attention in that, you know, the, the epicness of it, that of what we can see of it now in this. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you think shows? Uh, it, it just looked gorgeous on, on my TV. Like, I mean, just in terms of the, the digital technology that we have now, like looking mm-hmm. at, I don't know if they put that one out in 4k, but I mean, it, it, it looked incredible. I don't have yeah. a 4k TV, but I mean, it, if you know, it looked incredible as, as it was, but I, I feel like I was spoiled a little bit on this because it's one of the trailers we saw um, Picard in Ten Forward, and as, as soon as I saw the Enterprise, I was like, "Oh, okay, we're we're going to see him in Ten Forward right now." Yeah, yeah, and then we did. Or yeah. was it? Yeah, it was Ten Forward. It looked like it at least. Um, playing um, some sort oh. of card game was it poker? I wasn't I mean, sure. I don't know, but it was weird because there was, were five queens, and I was like, uh. "There were five queens." <laughs> But I think, I think that's one of those dreamy things. I yeah, think yeah, there yeah. were a lot of hidden messages in his dream. So we saw Picard playing poker with Data, who looks incredible. Brent Spiner looked really good. I thought he would look a little aged, you know, because yeah. he is older, but he looked pretty damn good. 
I couldn't and, tell really. And his voice was was perfect for the character. Still, he still he still kept the voice exactly as Data as the we mannerisms. Oh man, yeah. yeah. What was it like having that first scene and seeing these two seminal Star Trek characters on screen again? Oh, you go first, Jess. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was cool. I'm still it, trying it, to it, interpret the episode. Yeah, yeah. It was cool, and 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 sort of like 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 I was saying, like I I feel like. I mean, we know that this was a dream sequence. I feel like this is going to be one of those sequences where we're going to go back and we're going to find that there's a bunch of like hidden messages sort of. Oh yeah, definitely. It. You can um, even see it after you watch that episode. There are things that they mentioned that he showed, like you saw in the dream sequence. In the dream, and and when for some reason when he dropped the five queens, I was immediately thought of the Borg queen. Yep. And I, I don't know if that's... Oh, uh, I didn't you know, even go there. I started to go there towards you know the end of the episode. We'll get to that later in that. But yeah, you're right. right because P- Picard and Data sort of had that experience with the Borg Queen together, right? And, and the Borg yeah. are, are a part mm-hmm. of this series. So definitely. Yes. What about you, Hawk? Uh, yeah. It, 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 you know, because in the trailers, the, <clears throat> the images we did see of Data kind of, you know, got me a little bit. I was like... Did they get it right in that? Because his eyes look so much more yellow in that, uh, in that sort of mirrored, like kind of the the makeup effects that they used uh, towards the end of the series in the movies with Data. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always remember his eyes being a bit darker in the series, uh, but the entire scene was great. You know, you know, you know, it spoke to how like you know how much their friendship affected Picard. Yeah, and, and then we saw that explosion, right? The the explosion on the planet. Yeah, which and- we find out was Mars. Yeah. yeah. Um, did Did you guys see the short trek um, uh, about that uh, disaster on Mars? No, no. no I I've, I'm caught up on it yet, but I yeah. Really they they put they put out a short trek. The most recent <sighs> one is actually connected to Picard, and it, and it involves it. the disaster, the explosions on Mars. Pause recording. Let's go. No, yes. yes, I'll watch it right after this. But can't it's cool that. that they the synthetic um, rebellion or not rebellion, the synthetic attack on Mars. It was. It sort of came out of nowhere. If I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. And it's weird yeah. because this, it looks like it's taking place in the Kelvin timeline, right? Or yes, at least the, the, the aftermath of Romulus exploding, right? Um, but that's sort of what created, like in, in canon, that's what created that timeline, that's right? That's what created that's, this it's, Kelvin. It's sort of so this is the original timeline that the Kelvin broke off on. Yeah. Broke off on. Yeah. yeah there you go. But it was, you know, it was neat to see that there were actually other things happening because while that was that evacuation was happening, mm-hmm. we sort of jumped ahead. Um, yes, we have <laughs> to, the, to the interview. Um, but uh, yeah, by the way, that very mean reporter who was yelling at Picard. Oh, I've never been so angry at a Star Trek character <laughs> than ambush journalism at its uh, worst. It, I don't uh, know. I feel like we should just talk about the episode in generals because yeah. if we go throughout the the each individual scene will be here forever. But we find right. Picard is living in France now at Chateau Picard, his winery that we saw many, many times in the TNG and the movies actually. So we see him with Romulan, um, I don't want to say servants, but they're people helping him. Yeah, they they right. might yeah, be they're, they're staff. They're staff they're of the staff, chateau. Yeah. yeah. But they look like yeah. they seem like they're more connected to him than just staff, right? This yeah. They, I feel like they're some of the people that he rescued. Off of yes. Romulus. Yeah, and and he seems to have some kind of like the Romulans have a reverence for Picard because of him trying to to save. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. they, they even they even said that to him. Like, you know how important <laughs> you are to us, right? And and you know during that interview when he was talking about 
what happened at Romulus. Like they were the, the, those two were holding hands. I'm guessing they're probably a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and they were holding or brother hands. or sister. We don't know. Could, could be. Like yeah. Um, did you guys read the comics uh, connecting uh, the next generation to the Abrams movies? I yeah. did. Yeah, the countdown. It was pretty cool. Like to, where they actually go through and they talk about how it all came to be. They talk about how that ship was created, like built on yeah. Vulcan with, uh, and then they had to get that that uh, that red goo. I forget what it's called. The red matter. The red matter. Yeah, that they like that. That whole thing is all in comic form. Yeah. Uh, so um, for those that haven't read the the comics, we find out that Data, or or not. Data B2, B, B9, B4, B4, good lord. They've talked about him in the episode and I totally forgot. B4 is the captain of the Enterprise, right? Or at least the data version of him in the comics. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, C- canon was shifted slightly, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I know this. if the comics are necessarily canon. Anyways, Picard was the ambassador to Romulus at the time of the Romulus explosion. So that's also probably why he had this special connection with the, the planet and the people. But I wonder too if that like th- that might be an inconsistency too because they claim that he's the ambassador, but he was also an admiral, right? Yeah, so he could be I, yeah. Both, but then right? again, like you know, that would go back like you know his whole mission and that uh, back in the original TNG episode and that to recover Spock from Romulus and that oh, it the re- re- reunification, yeah, yeah, the reunification two parter and that that would have established him with the Romulans and that of that yeah. time and that and kind of given him a reputation he, which he would have built on over the years in his career. Did yeah. did Spock lose his um, Starfleet rank when he became ambassador? I feel like he was still ranked and an he ambassador left. at the same time. He left and stayed on Romulus because uh, he wanted to foster a new generation in the hope of reunification. Yeah, but as but he was also Ambassador Spock at the time, right? But did he leave his designation as Starfleet? When I think when Spock got up to captain, right? I don't know if Spock went any higher than captain. But you're right. I, I don't. I don't know if he kept that rank or if he resigned his commission so that he could be an ambassador. Diplomatic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel no, like I remember, in real life, you can still be an ambassador and still be, have military um, arrangements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as I remember, he was he was in, he had to go into hiding. And the, yeah. The Tal Shiar and that were active. Yeah. 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 Well, things were still tense then. Yeah. Things have but, gotten better. But I, I did very much enjoy that bit of exposition that we got in, in the form of that interview. As, as maddening as it was. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it, and it, and you could tell right at the beginning because Picard was talking to that one helper dude, and he was like, "Did you? Did they agree to the terms? Did you? Yeah. T- did you talk to them about it three times?" And then they went straight into it, and you could see his just hits building underneath him. You you get that sort of. Do you remember in First Contact when he breaks the little ships? And he yes. has that No this further. Far, no further. <laughs> yes. yes. That point. That 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 Picard like definitely. Like shown through, like shine through in this oh, interview. That was and always that was almost seeing him. Oh, that was always. And, and he's like, "We are done." <laughs> and then he gets yeah. up and walks away. Yeah, he was. But, he's never been one to kind of go with the flow or not speak his mind. And that he'd always confronted Starfleet on every decision. And that yeah, that involved him and the crew. He also yeah. didn't like to be the center of attention. Like we, we go back to this idea of the Picard day that he had on, on, on the, uh, when he was <sighs> captain of the enterprise, right. And we got to see the banner in this episode. Um, but he hated that because he didn't want a day to be about him. He, yeah. he just wanted to do his job. He didn't want to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And so That's you can tell with his interview, he didn't want to do it. Right. He, exactly. just, he just didn't like children at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you have Wesley on the, on the bridge that long, 
<laughs> it tends to bother you. The, the, the Dunkirk thing was really a really neat connection. Yeah. yeah. This massive undertaking that you could think if anybody could do it, it'd be Picard, right? This idea oh. to have all of these ships, uh, these warp capable ships try to evacuate the entire population of Romulus. It, it was interesting hearing the reporter talk about them being Romulan lives instead of just lives, right? There's yeah. that whole distinction between them just being people instead of them just being Romulans. Like, okay, this, this, this show is very politically charged. I don't know if yeah. you guys saw, um, Patrick Stewart talked about how this show is very anti-Trump. Yeah. And yep. this show is anti-Brexit. Yeah. Yes. Right? It's very apparent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and oh. pe- people online are like, how how can you politicize Star Trek? And it's like, Star Trek has always been a political show, it, even going it, back to the that's 60s. That's what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Why don't they get that? There was someone um, on Facebook that had a... <laughs> Um, was it a fan bingo, a bad fan bingo? And one of them was like, too much social justice in this. And I was yeah. sitting there, I was like, oh yeah, I could see people being angry about all of these things. Yeah. But um, I remember some of the best episodes of TNG always had like something that had to do with the headlines and that at the time and that. There was an episode that dealt with terrorism and that when, uh, yeah. uh, ooh, I'm trying to remember the episode title. Um, it was a that terrorist that group and, yeah. Ensign Rowe was that the Ensign Rowe episode? No, it wasn't that. That wasn't a different one than that. It was a, that they were on this planet and that there was a civil war going on. The local government was trying to shut down this terrorist group who had developed this technology of phase shifting. Oh, I remember. Technology. Okay. And yeah, they were using this extreme form of science and that to commit terrorist acts, even yeah. though it was killing them. But that's yeah. the best. That's what sci-fi is about. Sci-fi is about looking at themes uh, of now and looking at it from different yeah. angles. That's why BSG was so good at the time because it looked at different angles of what was happening in politics during the mm-hmm. late 2000s, right? So so this idea of Romulan lives is very much talking about, you know, what's going on with like immigration law and- or Black Lives Matter and Black all Lives Matter, right? you know, Muslim ban, like all of those things that were going on in the States, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything happening in Mexico and that, and then build, the efforts to build a wall because, you know, yeah. So we, we see that uh, Picard had uh, left the, the Federation because of his disagreements with Starfleet. We get to this through this uh, interview and how he felt like Starfleet was no longer Starfleet and they weren't following that mission of peace and justice, which, you know, is sort of what Picard is, right? He's that moral compass that we've all known him for throughout yeah. the series. They, they touched on that idea yeah. too. They touched on that before with the undiscovered country as well. Like when the Klingons needed help, right. And, and the Federation, you know, and, and even members of the Klingons themselves that didn't want the peace to happen. Right. They didn't yeah. want, you know, and you sort of see that happening again now with the Romulans and, and, and how Federation felt about that. And then how they felt about the synthetics, right. Yeah. Like just straight up getting rid of them or shutting them down. Which ties into a huge plot line from this uh, episode of Picard and that when the name Bruce Maddox came up and that, uh, which connects back to a, the season two episode and that where Data's... Measure civil, of a man. Yeah, Data's own civil rights and liberties were being challenged by Starfleet. Was mm. he property or was he a sentient being? Such and a good Picard, episode. Picard was the voice that stood up for him and that eventually won his freedom. Yeah. I totally forgot about Bruce Maddox until I looked him up after the episode. I was like, oh yeah, I remember yeah. this episode. And that was pretty cool. 
Um, that, that that episode was on one of the watch lists. If you guys have seen any of the, you know, before you see Picard, watch these like five episodes of Next Gen. I was going to do that with you guys, like right before we watch this. I was like, are there episodes that you should watch before you watch Picard? And I was sort of like, dang, yeah, but dang it. Not knowing. And, yeah, not knowing. Yeah, actually, we could get one of those ready and live after we've seen it. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's too late now. We're, we're yeah. straight in the series. <laughs> so we move from the interview off to the greater Boston area where we meet a new character, uh, a, a nice young lady named Dodge. What did you think of this character? We, we find out that, yeah, you know, lots of stuff happens. So let, let, I'm just going to throw it out to you. Go shows. Uh, she, uh, I, I felt so bad for her because she hadn't been quote unquote activated yet. And so she was just a girl who was, you know, spending time with her boyfriend and she got some exciting news about her career and she was just having a night. And then, and then these assassins show up and immediately <laughs> yeah. kill her boyfriend. And then she turns all, you know, River Song and 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 just slaughters everybody. And it's yeah, really cool. Or Jason Bourne. No, no, no. Okay. River Song. River Song. She had no shoes on. <laughs> it was a dance. It was all in a bar. Well, it was all around drinking, at least. Um, yeah, it was, it was. It's neat. So there's this whole mystery around Dodge that she's a synthetic, but she looks human, and she's or she's a synthetic human, which is what Picard comes to being or at least that's what she's he's a cylon she basically she's an angel oh my god no, 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 start. No, no. No. No, <laughs> sorry. no no <laughs> so there's this whole idea of uh, this mystery around her and picard's trying to help her out because he's this rooted memory in her and that memories connects to data. What do you think about this whole idea of that data has a daughter or another daughter or another multiple daughters now? Oh, again, going back to one of the best episodes of the series, lol. Well, yep. and that was such a sad episode when she died. Oh, yeah. God, I know. It was heartbreaking. You know, Wait, it, I do it, have a question. What happened to Lore? Yeah. He got disassembled, right? He got yeah. taken apart. Yeah. But yeah, in, was, their, in their last encounter, that's how data got back the emotion chip. Yeah. But it, does that mean he's not working anymore they just took apart the they didn't that was the episode, him, with, did the, that was the episode with the he board, was deactivated right? and disassembled i don't yeah know. we're not sure what happened to him after that presumably yeah. he was sent off to a starfleet facility possibly even to bruce maddox I, yeah i wonder if that that his uh, body was used in that research in that research lab, lab that uh, allison pill yeah. i wish i knew her character name in this uh, show yeah. oh Ger, um Ger, it was Ger, gerhard or gertie gerant gerani or something no, no, it, was a Ger. it was a Ger in it it was a j <laughs> it was definitely a thing that she was in uh garrity garrity dr agnes gerati yeah i was very close <laughs> Yeah, so so we get this whole idea of Picard being very important to the synthetics, being important to the Romulans, and the yeah. Romulans seems to be hunting the synthetics. What? Yeah, but but <laughs> it was it was interesting the, the 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 picture, right? The the um the, the painting, knew, the painting. Yeah, he he knew Picard knew that he had seen this girl's face somewhere before, and he didn't couldn't remember where. Yeah, right? and it was actually from this very conveniently written in dream in the script that that he that he remembered. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been a telepathic thing, but he, well, he just happened to have the right dream at the right time. Right. And, and, and he saw, well, yeah. And then he, right? he woke up in his study and he's like, wait a minute, you're right there. Yeah. Comes um, yeah that, right there. That, was, that was a little convenient, it, but it, it does make sense. Right. You have something in your house that you don't constantly look at. Like I have 
posters and paintings around my house and it's not something I constantly look yeah. at. But it's just it's in, it's in your like memory. It. It's in your subconscious. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so he went to the the, the Jedi archives. Temple. Of, yeah, the uh, Jedi Temple. Uh, <laughs> of Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he talked to yeah. Master Jocasta New. Uh, uh, like, we're, we're joking right now, but it's all it's all very affectionate it, joking. We, 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 we love this episode. It does it does seem like it though. It does look like the Jedi Temple yeah. and the and then Index, which is an amazing um, hologram. Is there to be? I remember her. She was uh, she was in Night Flyers, uh, the one season Netflix uh, show. Basically. No one watched Night Flyers. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, she was great in that. It's, it's, I'm sure it's, she was. It, she was good as Index. So yeah, it, it was kind of a little Ready Player One as well, right? Like this this idea that there was a holographic sort of museum curator mm. when when uh, Picard was walking through this sort of museum or archives thing of his well, life. Yeah, when you feel like he could have used his data pad and just brought up the info as well he hit all those stuff away uh, specifically he wanted no one to see that stuff yeah i wonder if those archives are private archives yeah i was wondering it, that too like is that like a museum like it's it didn't it say museum on the outside of the of the building no when, it, no it's archive it was just archives uh starfleet archives like it said star uh, starfleet not, archives on the bottom of the screen but on the outside of the building you see in the background it said museum hmm. i wonder if it was a museum that Became a who knows, maybe, right? maybe it had some private areas in there where, where things well. She were said that she couldn't well, go past a certain area, right? Because for their privacy, the room itself and that was probably set up like a museum, so they probably host like little tours through it and that. But all the stuff he was accessing was stuff that was digitized, yeah, right? You had yeah. to like have it transported in, yeah, and replicated but, in or like, something, yeah. I wonder how much could be digitized. And you know, how we have at McMaster, they have digital files of their. Their archives, but they also have the actual prints of things. Sure. Yeah. I wonder how much of that was like that there. Right? Well, like there was like legit stuff what, there, but considering that they they are in the age of matter replication and that you know how hard is it for them to take an original, digitize it down into you know, and encode the whole thing, and then be able to reprint it at will. That's how he stored it, and that everything's like it, like the replicator technology. It, it had kind of a cool sort of hex grid kind of mm. outer layer. Did you see that? That was kind of like yeah. j- 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 kind of folded in on itself. When, so yeah. the building says Starfleet Archive Museum. Yeah. See. So so maybe it is, maybe it's some ar- parts of it are public. Yeah. Some parts of it are public. Like it's like the obviously. National um, Archives in the states, right? It's a museum, but it's also an archive, right? Was that his the dagger he was given during uh, the uh, that Klingon ascension ceremony that he was a host for back in the original? You know what? I wonder. Uh, I feel like we need a super fan. Yeah, which I assume you would have been, Chaos Dan. that knew all these like little tidbits because I I'm like I'm a fan, but I'm not. Yeah. A, like my, I'm not like I am with Star Wars. I feel like if I if I watched it again, I'd probably catch some more things. Like you, you definitely see like the model of the Stargazer in there. The the captain's yacht model was there. You know the Picard. Yep. Picard I noticed Day a bunch of little things. Uh, I've seen uh, the episode twice now, and there are more things you notice the second way through. But so then after after he um he replicates in the 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 painting, figures out that it's called Daughter, and it's created by Data. Um. It's got, you know, Dodge's face right on that particular version of the painting. Yeah. yeah. And so immediately it's like, whoa, like, lol died. How does Data have a daughter? Like, what's what's going on here? So this is the Starfleet Museum Quantum Archives that he's accessing. I'm currently skimming through the, fi- the, the episode as we're talking. 
Okay. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're not, you're not in memory, the memory alpha wiki. No, okay. no, no. I'm actually looking at it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And it's, it's interesting because it looks like it got teleported in from an archive room, right? Mm-hmm. And it's opened up. This is, this is, it's, it's fascinating the technology they think. So maybe this. it's not a digitized, maybe it's, it's just like a transporter, like a mini transporter bringing stuff into where he's. Yeah. So this is like a, a, a certain room that he has stuff in and then it just brings stuff in in a giant vault somewhere else. And, and he even asks, he says, has anyone been in here even for maintenance? And, and she says, no. So yeah. it's, that, that's probably means that it's a, that that, that particular area is private. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe so we're bringing this uh, bigger ideas of there's a connection between Maddox and data and, and maybe lore and the, the Noonan uh, androids at least because. And possibly the board queen. Yeah. Because we, we, we find out that Starfleet has abandoned all research on synthetics. So it's all theoretical. So they can't actually test out anything. So that means that Maddox um, is, is gone rogue, right? He's doing his mm-hmm. own thing, sort of in the same way the data's creator did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maddox could be taking um, technology. He could be taking his, um, his lead from him, right? Like some of his best work, uh, Noonan was after he had left, right? All, yeah, all yeah. on his own. It was, all on his own. Yeah. It was after he, he, was, he was isolated in that when he created data. Mm-hmm. So we, we find out that Dash... Um, she she meets up with uh, Picard, having fully realized that she had unlocked more uh, parts of her. I don't want to say psyche, but her abilities. I guess. Yeah. Um, she had yeah. gone fully Matrix mode in this, and she had learned how to hack the data, the the Starfleet Matrix. She, she was able she, to hunt down was, Picard. Yeah, she was yeah. able to do things that weren't possible, and it sort of blew her mind. Um, so they started running. They got caught by Romulans, and. She, the big surprise of the episode, she blows up. Yeah. Uh, well, did she blow up or did the rifle blow up and kill the her? The rifle. So it looked like the dude, that, the, the Romulan, was, yeah, bit the, down on some sort of cyanide acid. Yeah, acid thing and he spit on her and she started melting. But yeah. he, I think he was spitting at the gun to make it melt and explode. Because she yeah. was melting and the gun was melting and then it exploded. Yeah. And it's almost like the stuff that he was spitting was designed to kill her. Yeah. Or designed to kill last resort. Maybe it was designed to kill synthetic material, right? Because yeah. because it, it ate away at the um, the gun, right? But it, but is she synthetic? Because there's there's talk later about her being flesh and blood. It could be a mix, right? She could Maybe be some, some kind of cyborg, cyborg some kind of sort of, of Terminator oh, type man. thing. Um, there was <laughs> or a Borg thing, brings, right? This no, this brings me back to that episode. Uh, it was the one where Kivas Fajo and that the collector who uh, stole data and that. Remember the synthetic? Yeah. Remember that? Stuff he threw on Data to eat away at his uniform. Yeah, that 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 episode was called the Most Toys. Yeah, I don't recall yeah. this episode, so I'm gonna have to check it out. It was early. It was a early, um, probably season three, something like that. Uh, Data was yeah. kidnapped to be, to be part of a, an eccentric alien collector's. Collection. I remember that because they made fun yeah. of it on Orville. Yeah, um, <laughs> I need um, to watch the Orville. Orville it's is a, so good. It's a really good show, man. Um, it's very Star Trek. Yeah. And as soon as they get away from the Seth uh, McFarlane humor, like they move towards more Star Trek-y yeah. things than just his yeah, jokes. We need, we need to do a, an Orville episode at some point, maybe when season three <laughs> kicks in. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Picard ends up going to meet uh, Alison Pill's character, who's Dr. Agnes Giolani. And then we learn all these things about how Starfleet had abandoned synthetic research. 
And we learned. And we about also learned what happened with B4 because um, at the end of Nemesis, we have this sort of glimmer of hope that that data's all of data's information was transferred into B4, and we think, okay, yeah. maybe maybe we'll get data back at some point in the future. But then she tells us right there that all of that data was was corrupted or whatever because before yeah, they lost handle. it. Yeah, they lost yeah. a lot of it because it wasn't compatible with him. Yeah, a lot they of it. Most of it, right? Yeah, okay. as much as they know, they they disassembled him anyway after synthetics became on the outs. But but then uh, they found out that that uh, was it. Doctor Maddox um, had some plan um, to to I, I guess data's essence. They called it like his mm-hmm. all his his information being stored in a single positronic neuron, something like that. Something uh, like yeah. that. <laughs> there was I a lot of Star Trek times. Jargon. Having a single one of his positron, having one po- even one neural, yeah, at least yeah, one yeah. neuron, yeah, would be enough, enough to, to replicate capture, yeah. His it's essence. like how you can clone a, a living thing from a single cell, right? Right. Yeah. Basically yeah, the same, but with digital matter. And, and that gives Picard hope, right? Because he thinks maybe there's a way to get data back. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Not just the, the girl who obviously is sad that she's dead now, but mm. but um, way to get data back and also finds out that the girl's got a twin. Yeah. So she had because a necklace that was a, in twos. Yeah. This is a specific symbol. Um, yeah. And how this idea was something that Maddox had dreamed of. And it was something that uh, Dr. Girardi was building towards before they had canned all the research. So, you know, obviously when we find out that there's a twin, we get to, we get to go into the last sequence of this episode and we see Soji. Soji. So we see, we see a Romulan ship. We hear the, the theme, which is amazing. Um, yeah. Just, just play in the background. And then it goes into this network of like starports. Yeah, you see a starport type thing, and it goes into it. It looks like they're going through um, a celestial's head from Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see uh, Soji talking to this uh, Romulan, right? And they talk Neric, right? And and she's sort of this scientist on this on this place that we don't know what it is at that point. <laughs> and she's doing important research right there, and he's a big fan of their. And, Does, doesn't and, doesn't he say at some point during that conversation that she deals with people's problems? Yeah, like is she, she like did. a counselor or something? Or she she helps fix things? We don't really know much about her that we know what she does, right? Yeah. Like yeah. just based on that last image of so they pull away and you see the Borg cube, uh, and we know that there are some Borg famous Borg people that are going to show up in this series, right? Yeah, we got yeah. seven and nine being the biggest one. Well, there's also um, oh god, what's his name from uh, TNG? Uh, Hugh, 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 Hugh. Yeah, so maybe she's one of those people that help people like that, right? Maybe she's making them more human, or maybe you know taking them out of that hive mind. There's a lot. Sure. So that last Over. image, we we're, we're talking about Borg. Yeah. yeah, Borg cube. They're doing research right. in a Borg cube. Or, 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 they, they or, or are they cube. taking it apart? It looks like it's being taken apart. Or almost. they're they're taking parts of it and studying it, right? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're Maybe so trying to re, re, rebuild uh, the Romulan Empire and with using the Borg technology. Oh, you you oh. never know. Like there could be, there's so much. Like you don't know what they're doing. And it, I don't want to think of the Romulans always being bad guys on this show. And I feel like. <laughs> It, that that's what they're the red herring is. They're they're making us think that ooh they're gonna work. They're trying to be like the board, but it's gonna be something much more, you know, not bad. Yeah, <laughs> much but more it, not bad. 
Well, it kind of th- uh, throws a monkey wrench at that. It's like, what is she doing there? Yeah. You know, because she's obviously not Romulan. No. Yeah. And she's a researcher. And, and, and did you guys see the trailer for the rest of the season? No. There's a, there's a sequence where the dude, the Romulan guy, is talking to someone else and he says, she doesn't know what she is yet. Yeah. So you know that she's working towards something and that guy's there to spy on her. And but we also know that the assassins that killed her were also Romulan, or sorry, killed her twin sister were, were also Romulan. At least two of them. Who knows if there yeah. was a mix of... So we could be dealing with some gray area, right? We could be dealing with some good Romulans, like the ones that work in Chateau Picard, mm-hmm. right? And maybe the ones that are that are, are potentially in that last scene. We don't know if this character that was talking to her might be a good guy. We don't know what his story is, but he's one of the main characters in the show, apparently. Or maybe... Yeah they're trying to get rid of them because they know something about what happened on Mars. Maybe Mars was a distraction or maybe something happened on Mars that Romulans were supposed to be part of. There's so many different When Mars was attacked, they destroyed Utopa Planitia shipyards. Yeah. And, and that ended up canceling the, the, um, like it destroyed a bunch of their ships and it ended up yeah. canceling the rescue mission. Yeah. So you can see why the Romulans would be angry at the synthetics for just for, for maybe blaming them for all of the, all of the, the rescue mission not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah. also like, there's an unknown number of other replicants like Dodge, right? Because when they first captured her, they're like, how many are you? Where are you from? And she's like, I'm from Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> like she didn't know. No. Cause she wasn't she, activated. No. fully activated and interesting she never did, too what, what about her mom i thought that was interesting because oh yeah the was, phone call we didn't talk about that right the phone call the mom had, was like yeah you told me you were going to see picard like and she, there was like there's a little flutter right in the in the video so i wasn't sure if that was just a bad connection or was like maybe it's like an ai type thing it's, oh, okay. it's obviously her mother is some sort of like a uh, just like a sub program this is what i'm guessing and that just from the conversation and the yeah, or, or 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 she's, she's like all her memories mother, like, are in plant all her memories are in plants uh so like her her memory of her mother you know would obviously be, be an implant too I, yeah. I thought the mother was in on it though it it, it came across to me yeah, like yeah. the mother was aware of of who she was and that's why she was like you need to run you need to find Picard yeah I, um, I wonder if she's even real at all I don't I don't know if she's actually an actual person right that's what, I think that's what you're getting at Hawk is that what you're getting at yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if she was an actual person or if she was just a subroutine. Yeah, so. that is. It's interesting. So that's the end of the first episode. What do you think? What What would you like this series to go like? What do you hope gets accomplished in it? In it? Uh, There's only yeah, what, ten episodes or something for this. Ele- season? Eleven episodes. It says. Yeah, so that's a weird number. There's a lot of weird numbers. Remember Titan season one? Hawk, what do you think yeah. is going to happen? Or what do you, what do you want to get out of this first season? Um, yeah. Oh God. Callbacks to all those like episodes from TNG that we've kind of talked about, you know, lol. Um, the episode of Hugh, Iborg. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think. <laughs> I caught I you off guard. I want so much to happen and like I'm seeing little threads that uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they explore. So yeah. What about you shows? Well, I, I obviously I want, I want him to get into space. I, I want Picard to be on the bridge of a ship mm-hmm. and you know, um, I've, I've heard rumors and I mean, there's obviously spoilers on the internet and rumors about things. And I've heard rumors that we maybe get to see the enterprise F in this series. <gasps> um, which, which would be really cool. Um, 
I would love to see that. Um, oh my God. I, I would love that. You know I, I would mean? love to see the enterprise E too. Cause I love that ship. Yeah. Although the enterprise E was badly damaged in nemesis, right? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't destroyed, but it was pretty badly. Damaged. It was Riker uh, at the helm. Well, in, in, in canon, right? Riker gets the command of a ship called the Titan, the USS yeah, yeah, Titan. Yeah. I, I meant in the, at that last uh, movie. Cause you know, whenever he gets the helm of a, Picard was still at the helm of the Enterprise. So. You, you, mean, you mean like where Riker got the, the, the joystick in Insurrection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, wasn't that Generations? No, but, that was that was that was Insurrection. Where uh, he had the joystick so he could control manually. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. So um, the Riker maneuver he called it. So the Enterprise F would be awesome. Yeah. I, I you know what? Uh, as much as I would love seeing some callbacks, I don't want it to be very like yeah, not too fan service, right? Not too fan service. No. That's what I want. I, if it's part of if it's part of the plot, I just don't want people to show up and be like, "Hey, look, I'm here now. Remember me?" <laughs> yeah, no um, waiting. <laughs> Steve talks about the the that one random. Cameo I was the barber on the Enterprise. <laughs> you know the one Mr. random. Mott. Um, Mr. Mott. <laughs> that one random cameo in Rogue One where the two guys from the cantina showed up yeah and just looked at the that. screen i don't want things like that in in yeah. this i want them to all serve a purpose um and it looks like they're doing that like in the first episode all the callbacks that they did were in service to the plot yeah and all the little little nods were just little like tokens and stuff in the archives they're just like if you're a star trek fan you'd be like oh yeah, yeah. i remember this I remember yeah. and, this. and if and if you weren't a big star trek fan you wouldn't you wouldn't even catch the the fan service there you wouldn't catch what that was and that's kind of cool it's 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 kind of like it's a subtle callback to some of yeah, the stuff which is what it should be and uh, yes um but overall thumbs up thumbs oh, yeah. up from from all of us uh, yeah, well, very much written, so. well directed uh all the acting was great all the special effects were awesome and that and i can't wait for next week yeah yeah exactly this is a this is a series where it's like oh man why isn't there a second episode right away don't they normally do that with these types of shows um, but I feel um, like we're we're in a good place for Star Trek right now. Like I feel like yeah, we we don't really have a movie coming up, or we sort of do. It's it the, the, the whole thing. It's, about, it's a couple years away. So. Yeah, because the, the the Tarantino movie was sort of it's I, sort I of know. it's not really happening. It's not really happening. Um, there's there's the one that um that's getting written. That's they're not sure if they're going to use the current cast. Yeah. And so everything's up in the air for the film uh, franchise. I I still love to see them come back for one more. If it's, a, if it's a decent yeah. director and like, you know, with, a, I liked the last one too. It just Beyond was a good, a good movie. Yeah. It, it was, a, it was an okay movie. It wasn't my favorite though. And it was, it was a, better than into darkness. It was way yeah, better no, than into it darkness. was way better than yeah. into darkness. Not, but uh, Noah Hawley. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what he comes up with. Yeah. So it's but, like, but yeah, sorry. sorry I was just just going to finish the idea that, that just like we are in a good place for star Trek. I mean, I, I thought discovery season two was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. You know that these these short treks that they're giving us, they're they're really fun Great. and they're and they're 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 good little you know tastes of what we're gonna get in the next season. You can uh, get we, an animated one. We're gonna get an animated. Uh, we're we're gonna get uh, with the section thirty one show is gonna come out soon enough. That's uh, apparently in a holding pattern because okay. she's I in the future right now with I them. <laughs> right. No. So, oh, sorry, spoilers. I wasn't that excited no. for that one. So, yeah, and, and, and then obviously Picard. Like, there's there's so much good. Star Trek happening. And, and that's why I know they're talking about movies again, but it's like, you know what? Star Trek, I think was always at its best when it was on TV. Mm-hmm. I right? Like, the, the and I feel like great. Star Wars is the same now. So <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh, gee. 
or, or your favorite streaming service. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, my last question before we head off is um, now that we've seen a Star Trek Picard, do you think that people who are just getting into this, do you think they should watch TNG first or parts of TNG, maybe even the movies before getting into Picard? Or do you think they can just jump into Picard? Uh, I think, I, I think, think you could jump well, in. I th- yeah, you could just re- jump in, but it's, it's written, it's well-written enough that, you know, you really don't know how have to know the whole backstory in that. Most of the callbacks we see are for the fans and that, but they're mm-hmm. subtle, like Shou said. And, uh, yeah, any, anybody new could jump on this. Yeah, I agree. And I could see somebody new watching this and being like, I'm into this. Maybe I, maybe I'll go back and, and see what, you know, the, the, the whole, the big deal was all about with Star Trek. That's, that's yeah. the hope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And then, then you end up getting stuck because if you go back and you watch all of TNG, well, then you got to watch DS9, you got to watch Voyager right. and you become a huge Star Trek fan. You don't have to watch Voyager. <laughs> sure <you> do. No. <laughs> Seven of nine is awesome. She was, I like uh, Chakotay too. Um, and you know, you finally get a Harry Kim and uh, yeah. Paris. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That's, I, I did watch a lot of Voyager. I don't even, I can't even say anything, but, but that's, that's the, but that's what I was saying at the beginning of this, of this episode. Like I, I appreciated most Star Trek for what it was. And I, I, I did, I enjoyed Voyager too. I thought mm-hmm. it had its moments. It had its bad episodes too, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. 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 Anyways, let's uh, throw it out to the listeners. what did you guys think of Picard season one? And what do you hope for the rest of the season? Why don't you send us an email, send us a note on the social medias let us know what you think thanks michaels for coming on and talking about the card i'm sure i'll talk to you in about hmm, 10-ish weeks when that finale comes on and we're bawling our eyes up because i don't know laura came back or something like that (laughs) (laughs) anyways thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode of geeks with kids we'll be back pretty soon about our best tv of of the 2010s yeah have a good one Live long and prosper. Oh, yeah. That was much better. Bye. 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 Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.